This is producer Michael Miracle. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. Be sure to check out our website at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork4him.com for all of our past shows and podcasts, plus Jim's blogs, reading recommendations, and tons of great I Work For Him resources. All available at iworkforhim.com. And now, today's broadcast. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey, thanks for tuning into I Work For Him this afternoon. As you listen to us on so many different ways, but we're so thankful that you tuned in. Just know this, that we pray for you. We pray that you will be inspired by what you hear on the show today, not because you're listening to me, but because of what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, that you would be inspired to work harder at connecting what you learn on Sunday with what you do in your workplace, with what you do in your nine to five. You see, your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers, our employees may ever meet. The job that you hold, the place that you work, the people that you work with, none of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus. And you may be their only chance. You know, some jobs are inherently kingdom-minded right from the outset. Some jobs minister to people as just the nature of the job. Firemen, police officers, military, chefs, cooks, doctors, and many, many more. But one profession sticks out in my mind that touches the physical, mental, and spiritual well-being of a human, and that's nursing. And for years, I've been looking for the right inroad to speak to medical professionals like nurses, and, and today is your day. Mind you, I could never be a nurse. I can't stand needles, and I don't like messy, bloody things. I don't even like to talk about it. I really don't like grumpy people, and I don't like drama. A nurse faces all those things all the time, but they choose to be a nurse because they like helping people and seeing the miraculous power of the human body bringing about healing. Today, we're going to highlight a ministry that equips nurses to bring their faith into their workplace intentionally. The ministry... IHS Global. And online, it's ihsglobal.org. With us today, Christy Schmidt. Christy, welcome to I Work For Him. Hi, Jim. Thanks for having us on today. Okay, now we're going to, we got to get excited now. I know that you're, this is your first time on the radio, but we're very excited to have you here today, Christy. Very excited. And excited excited to connect with you Um, (laughs) once again. So this, there you go. I love that. That's awesome. That's good. You get that smile on there. Have some fun. All right, listen, we had the privilege of meeting this past summer at the Amplify Conference in Chicago. You got involved in the Faith and Workplace track sessions. We just, we all got to hang out for multiple days together. What was the most impactful thing that you learned that you were challenged with when you were at the Amplify Conference this summer? Well, there were so many things. I mean, what a rich time. And I sort of just have to slide in a plug for the Amplify Conference and all that the Billy Graham Center for Evangelism is doing. They're truly building a tribe, as Ed Stetzer said, um, to bring so many ministries and leaders together who are trying to equip others. So it was just such a rich time. Um, And just a side note, I mean, there was a lot that impacted me within the workplace track um, and seeing that track actually come together at this conference for the first time. Jim, I have to say, you and Martha kicking off the track on work uh, with a session actually on workaholism and marriage was so great. It just really elevated the importance of our relationship to God and each other as actually that core from which we can love and reach others. So that was just such a wonderful kickoff, I just have to say. So, Jim and Martha, thank you. Um, And I think during the track, for me personally, I just continue to be challenged by 
even some of the theological discussion we are having around creation and God's purpose for work. Like, work is a holistic activity. It's done by whole people to bring the wholeness of the kingdom of God into our world, and I think I'm continually um, amazed and really challenged by just how deep that goes. Um, so, so that was probably what impacted me the most. We really dug into that. Um, I love that. That was great. And thank you very much for the compliment. I'll make sure you pass it on. I pass it on to Martha when mm-hmm. I get to see her after the show. So talk to me about, you know, you got to know I work for him. You got to hear about what we're doing on the radio here all over the country. What is it about the I work for him message that resonates with Christy Schmidt? Well, first of all, I'm a practical, I'm a practical girl. So um, I love that you guys are doing something vibrant to equip people in their workplace. I think a lot of times we hear Sunday morning from the pulpit about um, the fact that we should be sharing and we should be reaching out, but many times we don't even know how to do that or um, we don't fully know what the vocabulary is to talk about that and talk about what that looks like at our workplace. So I love that you all are leading the charge in that. And this might be a high-level comment, but I think – even just Western society is kind of fragmented in how it views the person. Um, like work stays in one bucket, family's in another bucket, spirituality is in another. And I know that even after walking with the Lord for 20 years, I still tend to think of my life in these categories instead of the whole as God sees it. Um, mm. But you all are leading the charge in bringing those things together. Even the name I work for him actually pulls that together. Our work is not just a task. It's something done in relationship to God. So I love what you all are doing. I love how you are bringing a lot of different ministries together around this idea and um, digging into just how, um, how we are meant to live our life as a whole. That's really wonderful. Wow, I love getting words of affirmation. That was really good. I will feel phenomenal about the radio show all day because that was yeah, great. Stick, I that, really, stick that in your pocket. I, did, I will. I will listen to the recording over and over <laughs> again. All right, we're here to highlight the ministry that you have the privilege of being part of each and every day called IHS Global. People can find it online at ihsglobal.org. Tell us what that's all about. Yeah, so I'm the International Ministry Coordinator with IHS Global. We're an international ministry that seeks to equip healthcare workers who are already caring for the physical needs of their patients to also identify and care for their spiritual needs. Um, So you have a nurse who's already in her clinic, already his or her clinic, um, caring for someone's uh, spiritual need or physical needs. They're under a lot of pressure. They're under a time crunch. Um, They're just trying to get through paperwork. But the Lord has them there for a reason, and um, he has that patient who's with them there uh, for a reason as well. And so... Um, IHS Global's vision is to see every patient, every person encounter the love and reality of Jesus through his witnesses, through us, and our mission is to equip and encourage Christians as witnesses for Jesus in healthcare and beyond. So we really seek to get down to the nitty-gritty, um, figure out practical ways to equip us. We're already witnesses. In Acts 1-8, Jesus says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all of Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Um, so we don't have to work at being witnesses. God's already created us and empowered us for that. But there are some practical ways that um, we can take that and run with it. So, so uh, as a ministry, you, go ahead. I was going to say, where did you develop a love for the this international nursing ministry that I know is going to start hitting our shores? Where did you develop a love for this nursing ministry? 
Well, this the ministry is for nurses, but it's for healthcare workers actually beyond nursing. Okay. Uh, it's for therapists. It's ap- applicable to everyone who's in a healthcare setting. So you could be the person scheduling the OR. You could be the person um, who's uh, assisting, taking people. Uh, who, yeah, you could be working anywhere in a healthcare context. You could be the registrar, bringing people in. Um, but you're divinely placed there by the Lord. So I come at it actually, come to this ministry from a community development perspective and have always been passionate about that holistic integration of the gospel. And so what better ministry than to be working with those in health and humanitarian spheres who are already addressing those needs um, Mm. and working on how we equip them to bring the gospel with them when they're doing that. So you're not yourself a healthcare professional like IHS Global? No, yeah, I actually don't don't have um, health care training. The most I was was a lifeguard, CPR certified, um, and <laughs> well, first aid certified, you know, as a middle schooler for babysitting. Um, so did you do uh, lifeguarding but, when you were in college or high school? Yes, yes. So oh. I do very much care for the physical needs of others, um, and that is something I'm passionate about, but it's always been in the areas of, again, community development, education. Um, did some inner city work in Richmond, Virginia, where I went to college, and really dug into how do we not only tell people about Jesus, but give them the touch of Jesus, and how do we bring the kingdom to earth? Um, so, that's what Jesus is always talking about. So, right. So really um, quick, how is IHS Global impacting the world right now? So over the past 10 years, um, we've been able to bring this training called the Saline Process to over 90 countries. At this point, we've equipped almost 20,000 healthcare workers, Christian healthcare workers, who are already in the healthcare systems of the world. Uh, to be doing this at work. Um, so not only living uh, vitally and vibrantly in their walk with the Lord, but having been trained in practical ways to do this as a healthcare professional, ethically um, addressing spiritual needs uh, as they're presented with permission, sensitivity, and respect. Wow, uh, I love so that. It's we'll, truly, we'll be, truly international. <laughs> we will be right back with lots more with Christy Schmidt as we highlight the ministry of IHS Global, a ministry for healthcare professionals around the globe learning to intentionally incorporate their faith into their daily ministry, their workplace each and every day. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. We'll be right back. Now it's time for the I Work For Him book highlight segment brought to you by MTL Magazine, the women's magazine designed to bring more to your life. In the fall edition of MTL Magazine, you will go behind the humor with the queen of clean, Shonda Pierce. Find words of encouragement for dealing with change, thoughts on perseverance, and practical ideas for dealing with kids going back to school. MTL is packed full of tips and articles from new voices, your favorite Christian artists, authors, and performers. Go to mtlmagazine.com and subscribe today. Promo code MTL. I work for him. Now, Jim, let's hear today's title. The title for today, Presence and Encounter with David Benner. You know, I, I want to tell you, you know, one of the things that we really need to work on as Christ followers is recognizing the presence of God alongside of us, inside of us, and alongside of us each and every day. And it's something that's really a discipline we have to work on. And that's what this book is all about. This is all about recognizing the presence of God and, and encountering him in everything that we do. So often, we really struggle with that. I know I do. I'm working on this every day. If you'd like to get a copy of Presence and Encounter, really working on how to incorporate and experience God in everything that you do all day long, call the studio line, 877-943-9673, or email me, jim at iworkforhim.com, jim at iwork4him.com, if you're listening to a rebroadcast. 
presence and encounter, 877-943-9673. Michael, are you ready for a few phone calls today? Presents like Christmas presents? Now I'm thinking the other kind of presents, like your presence on the radio show is always such a blessing. Thank you, sir. 877-943-9673. Presence and encounter, David G. Benner. All right, we're talking today with Christy Schmidt. She's from a ministry, an international ministry that's right here on our shores called IHS Global. It's a ministry to healthcare professionals to help them be purposefully equipped in bringing the gospel to the situations that they encounter as they minister to the medical needs of people, whether they're the person at the front desk in the office or in the field giving shots, whatever their job may be as a healthcare professional. IHS Global is there to help them out. Christy, you mentioned something right before the break, that over the last 10 years, 20,000 Christian healthcare professionals have been equipped by IHS Global using the saline process. What is this saline process that you speak about? Well, that's a great question. We might have to start with what saline is. So saline is that salt water solution. You know that bag that's attached to your IV at the hospital? Everyone's seen them. You've seen them on the emergency room shows maybe um they're used to infuse medicine and they infuse it with normal saline which you may not know has 0.9 percent saline or salt so we've all heard that god has called us to be salt and light uh, in our workplace and so the saline process is really a play on that idea um, but just in the healthcare context so actually if you have less than 0.9 percent saline it's not that effective And if you have more, it can be pretty deadly. So a big point of our training um, is to be trained and become more sensitive in being the right amount, the effective amount of saline in your workplace. So we're we're encouraging healthcare workers to confidently seek out the spiritual needs of their patients, knowing that God's call in Scripture and best medical practices would encourage them to do so. Uh, A big piece of our training is also the spiritual life of the Christian themselves, we are salt and light and witnesses first. And this is about being, not just doing. So we really hope to relieve the pressure to evangelize. This is about being a witness and living out the life of Christ and the love of Christ in our workplace. It's not about a one-and-done interaction with patients at all. It's about discerning where they are, their spiritual needs, the barriers they might be experiencing in their journey to Jesus. Um, And then I love that the book that you plugged is Presence and Encounter because... Uh, all threaded throughout um, this training is emphasizing the work of the Holy Spirit um, and our responsibility as Christians is really to walk alongside people and work alongside the Holy Spirit as He's drawing people to Himself. So we often talk about those encounters. Um, you may not have very many as a healthcare worker. You might just interact with a patient once, uh, but it's about stewarding that encounter um, and learning Ooh. practical ways to do that because um, many times we get to those situations and we see that there's an opportunity, but we have no idea what to do. Um, and that's what our that training does. We actually have eight practical tools we go through and provide a context to actually practice them with each other um, that are applicable in the healthcare oh, workplace. Okay, we're not going to go into those eight practical tools just yet because I love what you just said, stewarding that encounter. We may only have one. We need to be stewarding mm-hmm. that encounter. Now, you've arranged for several people who have been through the IHS Global dot org saline process and we've got on the line josh olson josh olson welcome to i work for him hey thank you for having me it's just a privilege for us to have you how did you find out about the ihs global saline process program for healthcare professionals 
Well, I found out actually through Christy Schmidt, who you have on the on the show right now. She's famous. Um, She's famous. <laughs> she she is famous. Well, she happens to work for IHS Global, as we've already found out, and uh, she happens to be a member of the church where I am also a member. Nice. Okay. So you're in Pennsylvania. That's what I understand is correct? That is correct, yeah. Okay. So what part of the healthcare industry, what kind of the, kind of the healthcare, which part of the world are you in? And what's your workplace look like? Yeah. So uh, our church is in Phoenixville, uh, Pennsylvania, and I work for the local uh, community hospital, Phoenixville Hospital, um, in both the intensive care unit and in the emergency department. Uh, so I'm I'm providing care for some critic, some very critically ill patients and their families. Wow! Do you have a specialty like a certain uh, medical issue that you deal with most of the time? Um, our particular local community hospital has has proud has kind of prided themselves on uh, on cardiac issues. So we deal with a lot of cardiac patients, people who've gone through uh, having a, a heart attack, uh, going through bypass surgery. Um, uh, those types of things. All right. So, as you went through the saline process, what did you learn from the saline process provided by IHS Global? Uh, yeah, uh, one of the main things I learned was just to become more aware of the opportunities that are already there to discuss the hope that I have in Christ. Um, they provide uh, they provided some really awesome tools to to kind of help. Uh, a person become more mindful of the opportunities that are there every single day but would be missed otherwise. So um, how, is, how has that impacted what you do on a day-to-day basis in, in incorporating your faith into what you do as an RN? Uh, so um, it, it, it just helps me to kind of think of uh, my, my work as, as it's not something that's compartmentalized. I don't go to work and, and be a, a registered nurse. And then I go home and be a father or a husband, and then I go to church and be a Christian. My faith it impacts all of my life. It impacts how I be a father, how I be a husband, and it impacts how I become a registered nurse. Um, and and so it's just looking for those opportunities. Maybe a patient looks like they're just really, really kind of down, and maybe just saying, hey, do you mind if I pray for you? Um, it, it, it can be a very, very uh, impactful um, uh, situation for for both me for, and for the patients. Do you get the so, Do you get the opportunity to do that very often, Josh? Uh, fairly frequently. You know, some days it's just so crazy. You're 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 focused in on on caring for the patient, and and I don't want to say that that's not important because uh, it absolutely is. You're caring for the patient's physical needs, especially in the ICU. It can be very, very uh, you know, it can be very intense, <laughs> literally. Um, and so sometimes I'm just really, really focused on those, and other times it's kind of slowing down and uh, and you have those opportunities. But they happen fairly frequently, yeah. Have you ever asked somebody if you if you could pray with them and them tell you no? Um, I've, I've had some people kind of say that it, that it would be a little weird. Um, but most, most of the time, um, they're very, very open. You know, here's... We're dealing with, with people who are, are having probably the worst day of their life. Um, otherwise, they wouldn't be in the hospital, especially in the intensive care unit. Um, and so usually people, when they're, when they're in that situation, they're, they're, they're a little bit more open to, to trying to find hope in the midst of that situation. And, and it's, it's a, a great opportunity to offer hope 
Um, and, and something as simple as, hey, can I pray for you, just can, can really offer hope in, in, the, in, the, in, the, uh, in that uh, kind of glib situation that they find themselves in. Wow. Josh Olson, thanks for calling into iWorkRim. Thanks for sharing that story as you share the story that represents so many medical professionals out there all day long, and especially the RNs of the world. Thanks for being one. Thanks for doing that ministry. Keep it up. Love to hear those stories. I'll make sure I reach out to you via email after the show. But thanks, Josh, for calling in today. All right. Thanks for having me, Jim. Christy, it's so exciting to hear the practical application of what you guys are doing at IHS Global. Is Josh's story different than any other stories that you hear, or is this pretty typical? Um, pretty typical. It, it really depends on what region the training is being done in. I think there's different issues within different cultures where the training is done. So sometimes you're within a culture. It could just be somewhere in the U.S., um, a certain church's culture, or a certain faith community's culture where... Uh, they're all excited about talking about Jesus and uh, might even be doing it without permission, sensitivity, and respect. And so the training helps them to draw back and dial down and learn how to do that as Christ would and as Christ came, full of grace and truth. Whereas there's other people, and I often find this in the States as we're moving into the training here, we're afraid. Um, we don't we don't really know the science behind um the integration of faith into healthcare, and there's a big piece of our training that talks about that actually. Um, that spirituality has a huge bearing on healthcare decisions, coping mechanisms, even some outcomes um, in terms of recovery for patients. And we don't really know that um, as healthcare professionals. And so it gives you a lot to stand on. And a lot of times we hear, we hear people saying they're more confident, they have um, a stronger vision of what God's calling them to at work. Uh, they have a better idea of why they would want to do this. Um, and over and over again, we, we hear, you know, the pressure's off. I feel like the pressure's off. Like, I don't have to do this. I just get to walk with Christ through my day and see what opportunities he brings my way. So how many typical. countries, how many countries have you guys taught this, uh, the saline process? How many countries have you been in with this? Uh, the the training's been in over 90 total. I think we're up to 94, and then just this year was like 43 in the past calendar year. Wow, so, that's um, incredible. At any time, we're active in anywhere from 40 to 50 countries, yeah. Okay, and people can find out more about it at ihsglobal.org. What can they do? Can they sign up for training right there on the, on the website? Yes, so if you go to ihsglobal.org slash spot, S-P-O-T, that will give them a link and more information for our online training, which we are just so grateful for the Lord's provision to be able to roll this out finally. It's been a project for a number of years at this point, um, but we're really excited to be offering the course for free right now. Um, so you can actually enroll and start to get some of that content even now. Um, as far as the in-person training, we, we definitely um, would say that the online training is no replacement for the in-person training. If you want more information about in-person training, the opportunities for those are growing in the U.S., and you can write us at saline at ihsglobal.org. If you're a healthcare professional anywhere in the globe, you need to check out this website, ihsglobal.org, ihsglobal.org. Check out their saline process, forward slash spot, if you're signing on there. Learn how you as a healthcare professional can be trained intentionally on how to share your faith in the everyday walking and workings of your job ihsglobal.org, ihsglobal.org. This is for you, those healthcare professional heroes. All right, Christy, 
Again, you've arranged for some really neat people to call in today to the show. When I'm done with Jill, I want to come back and really talk about some of those components of the saline process. Would that be okay? Absolutely. we got to talk about those tools. Yes, we do. So we've got on the line Jill, Jill Steinke. She's from, she's from Marion, Indiana. That's a great place. I have broken down a school bus there once in Marion, Indiana. Jill Steinke, how, welcome to I Work For Him. Well, thank you. It's great to be here. Is, is, did I say your last name right? You did. Thanks. Okay, yeah. very good. I, I always hate messing up people's last names. All right, so talk to me about you're you're an RN. I don't know what an MS means. What's MS mean? You get an oh, MS after I, your name. Masters in science and nursing. So I've oh, so you're an overachiever. Got uh, it. That's right. There you go. <laughs> All, right. All right. So how did you find out about the IHS Global Saline Process? Well, in 2014, the saline process was uh, hosted here at Indiana Wesleyan, so I thought it sounded like a worthwhile workshop and attended, but also thinking that it would be like other evangelistic or evangelism workshops I'd attended in the past, but I was wrong, and this program was really different from the ones that I've attended before, and I just really could not have anticipated the impact that it's had on my life. Why was it so different? Come on, you baited us. Why was it so different? Well, because one thing, it's just really interactive. Um, and one thing that really baited me at the beginning was, was that it freed me from guilt. I used to have this underlying sense of guilt that I hadn't harvested or prayed enough with enough people to accept Christ throughout my life. And I was like a failure in the witnessing area. Uh, so I remember vividly sitting in the, uh, in the conference early on and just having this aha moment that sowing and cultivating were just as important as harvesting was. Wow. So, so you, I, I mean, Josh Olson said the same thing. I was relieved of my guilt. I was relieved yeah. of my guilt. Christy said the same. I mean, that's an incredible thing. I've heard who, other people who, say the same thing. It, it who, really, who was piling on the guilt, though? Who was piling you, on the guilt, Joe? You know, our enemy, he likes to attack us, you know. <laughs> okay. All right. So what part of the industry are you in now? What part of the healthcare industry are you in? Okay, currently I'm uh, nursing faculty at Indiana Wesleyan University in Marion. Okay, so have you? So you're teaching. You're teaching nurses. I do. I teach nurses. Mm-hmm. Wow, what an incredible privilege that is. Have you also worked in the nursing profession? Yes. Uh huh. I've worked as a nurse on the medicals and surgical units, and in the operating room. Oh man, yeah, I could never do that. Can't even talk about <laughs> it. Okay, so you you besides. Having the guilt relieved from you, what else did you learn from the saline process from IHSglobal.org? Okay. Um, Something I learned was that research, like even secular research, has shown that at least 75% of Americans are open to talking about spiritual matters if they're approached with permission, sensitivity, and respect. And those are the three key concepts that are just continually pointed out um, during the workshop. And so I just think that's really cool to think that 75% or most of the people that we would talk to would not be offended by bringing up spiritual matters. Wow, that's pretty cool. So as a, uh, a professor of nursing at Indiana Wesleyan University, mm-hmm. uh, talk to me how this training has impacted how you're teaching students, how you're teaching the nursing students. Um, well, we have brought this to the Indiana Wesleyan students. And we have offered many um, workshops throughout the last three years here on campus. And so um, the, we've, um, many students have gone through this and then have been, um, you know, have been taught the same thing. And it's made them more confident, I think, and with as they've said anyway, in, in sharing their faith 
when they go out to clinical sites and working with patients. And um, I've been able to um, incorporate concepts and help students to understand these concepts. Um, working through Nurses Christian Fellowship also, I'm a sponsor for that, and also incorporating it into like devotions in the class period time. Nurses Christian Fellowship. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a thing like that. All right, sure. so after the show, when I email you, make sure you email me back how I can find that. Okay, so here's my last question. Okay. As a professor, as a nurse, as somebody who's feeding in the lives of others each and every day, would you recommend IHS Global's saline process for those healthcare professionals that are listening around the globe today? I would highly recommend it to any healthcare professional to take this course. Um, you know, I just really feel like that I was challenged and encouraged by, because of like the tools that I would learn. I think you're going to talk about those with Christy. You bet. Um, there's also something that I found, you know, like the Ingle scale, which was talk about, it kind of really shows you where people are on their faith journey and how we could be more targeted, strategic about talking to them about Christ and kind of get to where they're really at when we do some um, assessments with them. That's yeah. a nursing thing, uh, doing assessments. And so if we can target our talks to them about Jesus Christ. Very cool. Jill Steinke, thanks so much for calling in today. Thanks so much for teaching those students at Indiana Wesleyan, and make sure you let them know that we plugged it at least three or four times on the show today. Okay? <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Okay. Christy, it's so cool to hear. Now, here's a professor who went through the process and is now encouraging future medical professionals, future healthcare professionals from what she's learned. I love the fact that both she and Josh said that we eliminate, they eliminated the guilt for me. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, yeah, guilt can be a strong word for it, it may seem, but um, as we unpack it, it really is. There's, we feel this obligation. Again, we hear, from, we hear from our spiritual leaders that we should be sharing. We should, we should. Um, but unless that's coming from a place of abiding in Christ, um, we're just sort of stapling fruit on the tree, as uh, right. Curtis said. Um, yeah, and we should, really is are trying those, to get it, yeah. should is one of those shaming words. Where it makes us feel guilty. Exactly. And we're talking about what it means to really live life in Christ as he invites us to do in Scripture. And and then let's look at some practical ways um, that that can work itself out. But it always has to do with um, who you are in Christ first. He calls us to be witnesses, not to do witnessing. Um, and <laughs> I love that. We really hone in on he calls us to be witnesses, not do witnessing. All right, let's talk about the saline process. What are the components of the saline process? So there's five main questions that we seek to answer through the saline process. The first one is, why is faith important in healthcare? Uh, does this have any bearing here? And again, depending on the culture, that's a more or less important question, but definitely in Western culture where uh, in Western medicine you get zero to little instruction on spiritual care. Um, to even talk about the science behind it and God's call to integrate our approach to loving others and caring for them. Um, that's key. So that's the foundation we lay. And then we talk okay. about the, our second question that we cover is the opportunities and barriers that there are um, for both healthcare workers and for patients. Uh, one of the things we say is when you're healthy, you're walking around uh, standing up and your outlook is horizontal. Uh, but when you're sick, you're lying down, and you start to look vertical. You start to look up to God. <laughs> and um, so we see that there is a very unique opportunity with people who are in a vulnerable position in health. Again, steward that encounter um, well and, um, and uh, 
just see that as an opportunity that God has brought. Um, so we also talk about your role, your own spiritual health. Uh, we go through eight tools. Those are prayer, asking questions, um, uh, practical walking through of taking a spiritual history, which is actually something that's advocated by the American um, Association of Family Practitioners. And um, then we go through faith flags, which is um, basically letting people know that you are a follower of Christ and opening up the door for further conversation, but letting them decide if they're going to follow up on that. Um, rather than offering a solution, just opening yourself up to that conversation. We go through faith stories, which is uh, short testimonies of what God has done in your life. Again, turning it back to be patient-focused, caring for them, um, and always doing this with permission, sensitivity, and respect uh, at the right time, depending on where the patient is. After that, we talk about truth prescriptions, which is maybe something as simple as giving someone a Bible verse or suggesting a resource to them. Beyond that, we also go through gospel presentation. Many times we know the gospel, but to give it to, to, give it to someone quickly or effectively um, and in a way that they will understand is not something we're comfortable with. So that's a practical skill that we can build in. And then lastly, building your spiritual referral team. Um, you know, if you have an orthopedic issue, you've hurt your knee, you might go to your general uh, practitioner, but then he's gonna, he or she is going to recommend that you maybe go to an orthopedic surgeon. And it's the same thing with a spiritual referral team. Maybe as a healthcare professional, you don't have time um, to address the spiritual need that's presented to you, but you can build a team around you to help address those needs, whether it's referring to a pastor, someone who's been through something similar. Um, that's the final tool is using the body of Christ. IHSglobal.org is the place you can find out all about the saline process. And yes, that kind of saline where they talk about us being salt and light and using what God has given us as a profession to intentionally touch the lives of people that we serve each and every day as healthcare professionals. Now, I'm talking to you healthcare professionals because me, no needles for me. This is for you guys. And I'm so excited to bring Christy Schmidt and her team of people that are calling in and saying, hey, I've been through this. This is touching our lives. Christy, this is exciting stuff when people's lives are being changed. It really is. And I'm always excited when we get to the end of a training and I think about the group that's just gone through it because they're invigorated, they're excited, and it's been transformational for them, the believer, but that also means it's going to be transformational for the patients and colleagues and even the families of patients that they get to interact with. So that's always something for me when I get to the end that our walk with Christ is just as much about us as it is about the other person. Um, the gospel is just as much for us as it is about the person we're trying to share with. And so um, that is right. it's, it's exciting to see um, it run both ways. So here, I'm going to ask this question at, we've got another guest that's calling in to give a testimonial for how IHS Global's saline process impacted her life. When we, I want to ask a question, you've been in 94 countries, but why are we just now coming to the U.S. with the saline process? We'll get to that question in just a minute. Mm -hmm. We've got Angie Mickle on the phone with us today. She's calling in about her experience with the saline process. Angie, welcome to I Work For Him. Hi, Jim. Thanks for having me on the show today. Oh, we're just excited to be able to hear how IHS Global Saline Process is making an impact. How did you first find out about it? So I'm the, um, privileged to be the dean of the School of Nursing at Cedarville University. And in 2014, the Christian Deans Council hosted a saline process training in uh, Colorado Christian University. And I flew out there, and I was first introduced out there. I took the training, and then I became a trainer. 
Wow. Very cool. So, wow, we got a lot of very important people. The Dean of the School of Nursing from Cedarville University. Make sure you tell him we gave him free plugs on the line today. All right, so as the Dean, so you're dealing with how many students go through the uh, the School of Nursing at Cedarville University each and every year? So we have about 400 undergrads and about 135 graduate students per year. Wow. So that's touching a lot of people. So are you incorporating the saline process for every one of those undergrads and every one of those those uh, postgrads, the, the master's and doctorate students there? Yes, sir. So that is, that is the plan, and we are just rolling it out. We're really excited. We reached out to Christy about nine months ago, and Christy was very receptive, and Ice Global was all on board, and they've helped us. Um, they came to, Christy came to campus here and helped me train about 14 faculty. And, uh, and this Friday, August 25th, we are going to train our first big cohort, and we're going to have 200 students, undergrad students, taking the course simultaneously. And not just nursing, but we are including um, pharmacy, allied health, pre-med students, and psychology students. So all, so, of, the health, all of the yeah. healthcare people that you guys are training there at Cedarville? Yes, sir. We're trying that's, to get the word out to every healthcare profession. That is so exciting. What has been your experience as you have spoken this truth into your students there at Cedarville, all of your healthcare professionals? What's the response when they first get this training, this saline process training from IHS Global? Well, there, it's just a relief because I've, I've been listening to the show and some of the other people have mentioned this, but it's like I was a nurse for 20-some years before I took the training, and you kind of just carry this like you need to pray with them and you're going to save somebody. And it is, and, and you don't really, you're never equipped with the tools to do that, and you don't, you, you just aren't taught how to do it. It's just kind of an expectation, but nobody teaches us concretely. So um, learning that we are not, it, it makes it very clear that, God is the person that saves and harvests people, and that we are just um, planting faith stories, faith legs, um, sowing seeds, uh, being the salt and light for Jesus, and then um, and we may never see the fruit of a labor of planting one faith leg, but then somewhere down the line, Jesus has us in that moment um, planting that faith leg, witnessing to that patient in their time of need, and then he's going to cultivate that and harvest that in his time. And it just takes the pressure off of us and gives us tools to do it. It must be so fun to see the eyes of your students just light up and go, wow, here's something practical I'm learning today about my faith and my work. That's incredible. We love that on I Work For Him because we're talking about that all the time. IHS Global, you when you first went through this this training a few years back, IHSglobal.org, the saline process. What was the biggest impact on your life, Angie? Um, just just coming back and being able to implement that. And so I'm also a family nurse practitioner, and I practice two days a week, and I see twenty to twenty five patients a day. And so. Um, being intentional of thinking about that. So the very first thing that I started doing, and I still do it, I practiced this morning, is that um, we have to wash our hands between patients, like 26 seconds uh, to do it perfectly. And in that 26 seconds, I am intentionally praying for my interaction with that patient, no matter what it is, no matter what I'm going to encounter, and I never really know. And then I already am being mindful of what's going on there. And then I'm just really intentionally looking for, um, at some point, that I could say something to this to this patient about whatever, um, you know, like um, here's an example. So like I'm doing a well baby check and I see a young mom just holding a baby and like that love 
And then I can just say to that young mom, like, you know, I remember um, holding my baby um, and looking into him and feeling that love. And I said, that love that you're feeling right now, when I first held my baby, that's the love. I, I realized that how much Jesus loves me and a thousand times more than that. And if I just get to say that love about Jesus, and then I can see how they respond. And if they respond favorably, we can talk on. If not, I've planned that flag about Jesus loving them so much. Um, and then if they say, yeah, and they talk about it, and I find out that they don't go to church, I can invite them to my church. So just really trying to open the door in any little way. So um, it's, made a, it's made a huge impact. You're quite of an overachiever, too. So you're, you're a nurse practitioner, which is like being a doctor with all, with all the professional liability exposure because you're just – and you get to spend more time with patients. And you're the director and the dean of school of nursing at Cedarville University, quite an overachiever. Angie Mickle, thank you so much for sharing that little bit. we got to get back to Christy, but thanks for calling in and sharing from your heart today about IHS Global and the impact on your life. All right. Have a great day. Christy, before we run out of time, I really want to get some more, give you some more time to talk. You've done such a phenomenal job of getting some, some former saline process students to call in and talk about the impact. And talk about multiplication, two different universities that are implementing the saline process into teaching all of their healthcare professional students. That's an incredible accomplishment. Well, the Lord has done it, and we are running and trying to keep up with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, yeah. this process started overseas. You said you've been in 94 countries, but it's just recently come to these shores. Why internationally first before you came back to the States? Great question. So the founder of IHS Global, um, the founders, Bob and Pamela Snyder, actually felt called by God to go to Hungary um, over 20 years ago um, and he was an emergency room physician, left his practice. They took their family, their three girls, overseas to seek the Lord, listen well, and see what he wanted them to do. They knew it was something in healthcare ministry, but they just didn't know what. Um, and that is how um, IHS Global was born. Um, and so ministry began internationally, and ministry also began in partnerships. So IHS Global is part of what's called the International Saline Partnership. That includes... Uh, member organizations like International Christian Medical and Dental Association, Nurses Christian Fellowship International, Healthcare Christian Fellowship International. There's a regional partner, uh, Health Outreach to the Middle East, and a number of national partners as well, Christian Medical Fellowship of the U.K., um, also of Australia, Ukraine Medical Outreach, you name it. Um, we have we work in a partnership of 10 of us. So, so there are um, lots of... Been, Go ahead. No, there are lots. I know you're just so excited. Sorry, I just want to get this stuff in. There are lots of healthcare professionals listening today that have worked that 7 to 3.30 shift right here in Tampa Bay, and a lot of people listening to the rebroadcast and to the podcast. Tell these people, who is the perfect healthcare professional to go through this saline process training? Well, anyone who's working in a healthcare context. So you could be the ambulance driver. You could be the orderly. You could be the registrar. You could be the surgeon. Um, you could be the oncologist, but the Lord has placed you there for a reason. We really believe um, in Acts 17 when it says God has placed all men <laughs> in these times and places so that they might reach out and seek the Lord because he's not far off. We believe that's true, um, and patients have been divinely placed with you in your context, your place of work, so that you so, can touch them with the love and truth of Christ. How do people get signed up for the training? I would recommend, first of all, jump right into our online training, ihsglobal.org slash spot, S-P-O-T, or write for in-person training opportunities, saline at ihsglobal.org. 
Um, so, if any of these institutional opportunities at universities interest you, please do write us. Um, we're grateful for the chance to be on today, grateful for the chance to share this opportunity and connect with you, Jim. Thank oh, you for having us. It's so much fun. Christy Schmidt with IHSglobal.org. Thank you so much for being on iWork for him today. Our pleasure. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you tell your healthcare professionals that you love, Tom, all about IHSglobal.org, an organization designed by God to help train our healthcare professional friends how to bring the gospel intentionally into their workplace through intentionality. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace is my mission field, but ultimately, I work for him.